Hello, families, and welcome back to the Thriving Autism Families podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Sanford. I am your autism advocate, and I'm an autism mom just like you. Thanks so much for joining us for part two of our episode today. Let's get started. So, okay, so now we have parents who are listening, primarily we have an autism parent audience listening. Um, And so, you know, they know their kiddos uh, and maybe concerned. What are some things that you can advise parents or maybe some tips for teens uh, or those young adults who are preparing for the workforce? Yeah, I I think the first thing is to get out there and, and don't get caught up in the initial stages um about what it is um because a workplace you know a workplace is a very distinct thing um there's things that you every workplace is different um is something that i found um and the the big thing that i think what what allows me to be able to do my job what's what's the most important thing that i i have learned in terms of just being in the workforce is rolling with the punches you have to roll with the punches you have to be adaptable um, and I know that's something that's really hard for autistic people. We like to know what happens next. Yeah. Um, but that's really a luxury in a lot of cases. Um, and so the best way to kind of, at least in my experience, to kind of learn how to do that is to just get out there and, and do the best you can. Yeah, the first job isn't going to be glamorous. Mm-hmm. I worked my first internship. I was 13. It was a mayoral campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, the first thing they asked me to do actually was to do phone calls. Uh, I had never done phone calls before. I was not much of a phone person. Right. And then all of a sudden I just had to go and start doing phone calls. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have to do it. Um, working in my experience, a lot of time is, is you're stepping out of your comfort zone a lot. You're doing things that you haven't done before a lot. Mm-hmm. That's how you pick up skills. That's how you, you do it. Um, I, and I probably interned, let me think about this. So I interned, I would say probably for around three, I mean, I started very young. My first internship was at 13. I interned at 13. I interned at 14. I was volunteering and, and you know, kind of interning at ATPF. I started our internship program at 14. Okay. I didn't get my job at ATPF until 17. Okay. I didn't get my first job outside of ATPF until like my first actual paying job, mm-hmm. uh, probably until about 18, 19. Okay. So there was, you know, a, a three to five year period there where um i mean to be fair i was younger i think if i had started older that that period wouldn't have been quite as long right uh but of getting out there you know interning learning from folks getting out there um and doing different jobs and, and seeing how these things kind of worked um to kind of get ready for it even in dc mm-hmm. um even at gw i interned almost every semester i was at gw okay. uh, my first internship when i got to gw would uh i was not paid Mm. All the other ones after that, I was paid. Okay, uh, but that was also because I was very deliberate about trying to find internships where where I got that. Yeah, um, but it takes time, and you're you're not going to get to the magical job uh, <laughs> in one day. Yeah. It, is, it is a, and you're not, and it's not going to be your first job. It's going to mm. be your tenth job, or you, you know whatever job that is. Uh, in fact, the job that I have now, what I was doing before, I was working at a mini golf bar as a receptionist <laughs> while I was in the job hunt for an actual job. And I, yeah. I had to do that for two to three months. Yeah, uh, It wasn't my favorite thing to do, but <laughs> actually it was probably the job that got me the job I have now. 
because when they asked what was my customer service experience, I was like, yes, I, I work at this bar. I had to explain these rules that people often don't like uh, and, and talk it through. So you never quite know what's going to be the thing that unlocks the next door for you. Mm-hmm. But what the only way that you're going to find it is to go out there and start hunting through doors. Uh, you're not going to get everything that you go for, mm-hmm. but you know, it really is showing up and just trying is so much more of the battle uh, than you think. And, and even at ATPF, in terms of who, who are our best volunteers, who are the people that we, um, who, who are the volunteers that we brought on and hired? It's the people who show up and do the work uh, and aren't afraid to, to do anything and don't get stuck. They come, they show up, they show out consistently. Um, and if you're showing up and showing out consistently, you're, you're going to go places. Uh, but it, it takes putting in that effort. Well, this is great. And just like you said earlier, like I said, we need to make a shirt about this. Like, um, you know, autism troubles or everybody, or everybody troubles. Um, this is like information that like every young adult or high school kid needs to hear, regardless if they're on the spectrum or not, um, is you're not going to get your first job the first time. You're not going to be, um, you know, a video game designer right out of high school. You know, like um, it takes effort, it takes work. It takes some of these um, smaller jobs where you're actually gleaning skills that are going to help you for the future. Um, and I love to, you know, the idea about these internships. These were really probably great opportunities to hone some of those soft skills that maybe didn't necessarily come naturally, but you had such a, a nice space to work on that and to learn about customer service and people that it probably really, like you said, well prepared you for for your uh, the job you really wanted. So. Um, but I'm going to say, playing devil's advocate, what do you say to the parent that says, you know, my, you know, young adult or teen is so resistant. All they want to do is stay home to video games. They don't want to try an internship. They don't want, they're, you know, they're, they're rigid or, you know, or, or, or whatnot. Um, what do you say to that parent? Ooh, that, that's a good question. Um, well, I, th- there's kind of two different ways that you, that you can go about it. And, and again, I, I, you know, autism is not a one size fits all problem. It, it is very individualized. Yeah. Um, so obviously there there is the tried and true, and, and this is something that, you know, absolutely kind of applies to my story as well, which is follow the interests. If the interest is video games, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. we live in a world where, where work is virtual. My job is hybrid. I'd actually, up until last week, I was remote, fully remote. Wow. Uh, so, you know, if, if that's really the preferred working environment um, and in the video game world, a lot of that stuff is remote, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that there's a tap there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the other way to do it is, and this one's a little bit different than my story, but again, I, I am one, I am one of one. Um, and this individual that, that you're describing is also one of one, yeah. uh, you know, maybe that they're going to create something. Maybe they're a creator, right? There's a lot of different ways to get to a destination. Yeah. Um, mine's gone this way. Mm-hmm. Maybe it, it's through creation. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's kind of the other one, which is getting out is not easy. It is a very difficult thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you just have to power through. Um, I'm sorry that I'm giving so many different options here, but this is, yeah, uh-huh. it's, that, that's how ATPF is too. We have a lot of the reason why we have so many different programs is because what people need are different things. 
Yeah, it's uh, great. It's great. And so I'm and I to, to give one, you know, magic bullet here when it's it's not a magic bullet. It's whatever that you can, whatever you think is going to work the best. I, I don't want to act like I have, you know, the, all the answers. I just have my experience. Yeah, wonderful. But a you know, great experience for, from us, for us to glean from. Um, and I think, too, your experience in, in ATPF has allowed you the opportunity to see a lot of children, teens, young adults on the spectrum and see how they have grown probably along as you've been growing. Um, so you've had exposure to maybe more people who are on the spectrum than we would ever would. And you've probably seen some things that work and don't work too. So, um, you know, I appreciate your perspective in that regard. Um, so this has just really been great, you know, and parents, if, if you have a, a young adult, a kiddo um, who is, um, maybe struggling with, you know, interactions, are you concerned about their employment? I mean, I love what Garrett said. He said, you know, look at their interests. You know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, um, you know, a lot of our kiddos, individuals have a special interest. Um, that could that could be a job somehow. That could be shifted. I remember working with a student. I worked over 20 years in public schools, and we had a student who could tell you everything in the universe about trains that you would ever even want to know, or maybe what you didn't even want to know. Um, but he ended up being a docent in a museum so he could go around and be the expert and tell people all about trains. It was just a perfect situation. Um, so, you know, th those things are options. Um, also, like you say, creating businesses um, and maybe becoming an entrepreneur and parents kind of helping guide that process or just powering through, right? Give them a retreat, a reward, a, whatever it takes to try to, as they're showing some steps of moving forward and, and taking on some um, tasks related to, to work and in the work environment. So a lot of great options here. Um, any parting words for our families, Garrett, as, as we end our show today? I, I think just the big one is something is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, it's so easy to get lost in the trees, I think, with autism a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, when I think about if somebody who doesn't know me just looked at my LinkedIn, for example, mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe they'd see the progression. But when I when I got my job, when all of it happened, it happened very quickly. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't very quick. It was months, you know, it was months of work, but really it was years of work. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, so long as you're doing something every day and you're making that effort, it will come back to you um, because not everybody makes the effort. Not everybody puts in the work. Yeah. Um, and I think one thing that I, is worth mentioning when I... I know, um, in terms of, I, I, everybody talks so much about advantages and disadvantages. Mm -hmm. Um, but one thing that I think is worth mentioning is that, you know, your child, your, your child, your, your individual has a unique perspective. Yeah. They bring something that the vast majority of people don't have to the table. Yeah. Um, and eventually if you can work, one thing that I found is weaknesses become strengths in yeah. terms of what, what I think is the greatest advantage of being an autistic person is you come with a built-in perspective. Mm -hmm. You have a background that other people don't have and you bring something new to the table. Um, it, there's no denying it takes a lot of work. Oh, yeah. It does. This is, this is a tough game. Uh, but you have to always be, be working towards a vision. And sometimes it really doesn't become apparent. I didn't decide I wanted to go to law school until my second year of college. Uh, 
originally I wanted to go, you know, be work more on more on the political side. I'd worked on a lot of campaigns that I, that's what I assumed I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, but putting that work in, it made for a, a very seamless conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to just put, you know, if you're putting the work in, eventually the right opportunity will come. There's going to be a lot of wrong ones to get there, right. but the right one will come if you're putting in the work and you're trying. Effort is so much of the battle. That's the biggest thing I have to stress. Wow. So don't keep yourself up if it doesn't come right away. Yeah. But if you're trying, it will come. I don't doubt that. Wow. You know, parents, I hope if nothing else, you take that away from today um, and, and from Garrett's uh, sharing his story is that uh, with effort, with work, even one one small step at a time, you know, you will get there. Your kid will get there. Um, you know, so don't you know, it's not all not in vain, you know, as you're sitting as the parent in these hours of therapies and and, you know, tracking down stuff and emailing and all that. Um, it's not in vain. All that will pan out and, and, and it will serve your child well in the future. Just be, be hopeful of that. Um, and Garrett is a prime example of that. Um, <laughs> and we're also, just so you don't even know if you know, Garrett, we're going to have your mom on the show too and talking about her side of the story. So I'm super excited to hear from her as well. Well, I, I'm excited too, Crystal. You know, I, I certainly don't do a lot of interviews these days um, and, and neither does my mom, but we're excited to do it because, you know, we we believe in what you're doing. Um, and we, you know, we, it's, it's been such a blessing to do this. Um, and to, and I'm, I'm excited that she's going to get to come on and share her perspective. I think you'll, you'll have a great time and I look forward to listening to it. Oh, great. Great. Well, if uh, parents want to reach out to you, Garrett, and, and maybe hear more of you, I mean, I think you should really write a book, uh, uh, but you know, going to law school probably is your priority right now. Um, but if uh, parents want to reach out to you or learn more about you or ATPF, how can they uh, find you? Absolutely. So our website is www.autism. You guys know how to spell that. Uh, tree project, T-R-E-E-P-R-O-J-E-C-T dot org. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We have a very active uh, Facebook community. Uh, you can also call our office at 619-222-4465. Um, we, we will definitely get back to you. Um, and, and we're, we're here to help you guys. I'm actually going to be doing it. So as I, I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier, uh, I run our autism advanced program. It's a new program that we're doing to advance, uh, autistic individuals and their goals, whether that's the workforce, whether that's academia, uh, I'll be doing, uh, my second event for that April 6th. It'll be a virtual event. After all, I'm in DC and ATPF right. based out of San Diego. Um, so that's, that's an opportunity. If you really want to connect with me, it'll, it'll be a fun zoom call and we'll be talking uh, professional development. Oh, wonderful. And what do you have uh, in the works for the autism advanced program for parents who might be listening after April? Uh, Yeah, a lot of it's individualized help. Um, definitely once the college application cycle gets rolling, uh, we'll be doing a lot with that. Um, as somebody who has both applied and, and been to college and now successfully applied through the law school cycle. Um, I've seen that twice now. So, you know, once that once that gets rolling, we'll do a lot with college admissions, prepping for college, those types of things. Definitely want to be doing some stuff with interviews, too, um, and helping people practice for interviews. I know that's that's a big subject uh, and definitely one that everybody can always be working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we've definitely got some fun stuff in the works um, and I'm always open to ideas. 
Well, great parents. So you know where to go, autismtreeproject.org. Um, you know, ATPF, find them on uh, Facebook. Uh, they're great there. I'm always, that's how I keep up with the different events you guys are having myself. Um, and uh, yeah, get connected. I love that you guys not only provide the service and supports for the child or for the individual, but for the family. And I think um, I think that's where, you know, school districts miss it. You know, again, I serve as a special education advocate and there's so much focus on the kiddo to whatever degree districts are, are attempting to provide that education, but not enough in bringing the parents into that journey. And what can they do to help facilitate and see progress? Um, you know, the research shows that the kids who do the best in school are those whose parents have been given a space to meaningfully participate. And so I love that ATPF, you know, parents are right in there engaging, you know, either with the kids or, or with other parents. Um, so it's great. It's a great program. Um, and it's just been an honor, a pleasure to have you here today, Garrett. Uh, thank, thank you so much, Crystal. It's been great to be here. So parents, again, uh, thank you for joining us in another episode of Thriving Autism Families. Always remember that you're going to be okay and your child is going to be okay too. Bye-bye.